0: Welcome to 3D Lila, a journey in 3D. Join us to talk about all things 3D printing, food, and nutrition. On 3D Lila, you'll get updates each week on our 3D printed journey to fitness, challenges you can join, and interviews with other people doing cool things in the 3D printing, fitness, and nutrition spaces. Maybe we'll inspire you even to become a 3D Lila too. Before we get started... A quick reminder that we have goodies and discounts from the supporters of 3D Lila on our website. Just go to 3DLila.com, that's 3D-L-I-L-A and click on the discounts page and check it out. Stay tuned as I'll tell you more about them soon. This week on 3D Lila, we have Lori from Lori Bond
1: Designs, who is a fellow Lila. Stay tuned and hear about her story. Imagine these 150 people, men and women, in the broad daylight of the gym, all dancing as if they were in their living rooms by themselves in the dark.
0: So, we're back sort of to the normal format of the show, except we're not going to do the normal format because the whole sending a letter to myself was a big reminder that I have been hiding behind the interviews. So, we have decided that instead of doing 3d Lila updates each week and do an experiment inspiring session each week and an interview, we're actually going to flip weeks and one of them will be an interview and you'll learn new and cool stuff, which you will continue to curate. And the other one will actually be an update about Lila and her journey and what we're doing and how we're making it happen or not. Because really this entire show is about accountability. So thank you for tuning in. Listen in to, as I mentioned, the amazing show with Lori. And we look forward to seeing you next time when we give you a full update on what's happening with Lila. I have a confession to make. I have purchased a naked mirror. I'm going to put it in my house. I purchased it because I actually went to the Naked Labs offices and took a look at Mirror. And it is as beautifully designed as as an iPhone is. And actually will look fantastic in my house. But more importantly, if you listen to the show about Naked, you can learn more about this. I really like the idea of measuring my results. I mean, this is the whole point of the the 3D Lila project. So I went off and got one. And then as I was chatting with them, I was like, well, can we do something special for the 3D Lila listeners? And because they're awesome, they said, of course. So you too can pre-purchase a naked mirror for your house. I think they're coming out sometime early next year. Go on their website and check out all of the information. But if you enter code 3 d Lila at checkout or just go to naked.fit forward slash 3 Lila, you will get $50 off your mirror, which is very cool. And just as a reminder, this will let you scan your body all naked in the privacy of your own home so that you can visualize your process and then time lapse your fitness journey too. So a really cool digital way of doing what I'm doing with 3D Lila, but on your phone. So if you're interested, join me in your body scanning journey. And we'll all be our own little avatars on the journey. So reminder, 3D Lila is the coupon code. And if you are listening to this and are like, I can't write all of this down, just go down to the 3D Lila website And click on the special discounts for 3D Lila listeners page. And all of the information is right there for you to share. So join me in my mirrored world with Naked Labs. Our guest today is the fabulous Lori Bonn, And just as a little background, Lori and I met, gosh, I think maybe a year and a half ago at an event where we had one of those moments that you have when you look across the room and you go I need to know that person um unfortunately lori had the same reaction to me and we became friends in the process and as i got to learn more about lori who's actually a fantastic jewelry designer and we will put a link to her jewelry uh, Laurie lori bond designs in the show notes so you can go check it out Uh, But as we got to know each other, I learned that she spends her Sunday mornings schlepping halfway across the Bay Area to dance for two hours. And of course, as the late in life athlete, you have to find your thing, girl. I was like, oh my God, you need to come in and talk about this because I had not heard about this. So welcome, Lori. Thank you for being on the show. Hi. Hi, everybody. I know you've explained to me a little bit about this Sunday morning dance thing. What is this Sunday morning dance class? Explain to the people.
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I know that. So the best way I can describe it to give you a picture is imagine a gym with hundred and fifty people in it, all and a whole range of really fun, varied music. So, you know, everything from Hip hop to classical gets played during this two hours. And imagine these hundred and fifty people, men and women, in the broad daylight of the gym, all dancing as if they were in their living rooms by themselves in the dark. But it's not dark. So you But can it's see not each dark. Other? No, no, no. You could see everybody. It's but it's that experience, I don't know if you've ever done this, but it's that experience of like what you might how you might move when you don't think anybody's watching. So everybody is just dancing to their own beat, however that feels. That is probably the best way I can describe it.
0: So it's a little like going to a club on a Sunday morning in a gym.
1: Yeah, sober and in the and in bright light. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what well so I have to ask, I just can't imagine. Like what <laughs> right? what possessed you to start going to begin with? Um, well, but that so, sounded very judgmental. I don't mean it that way. Like I'm just, I'm intrigued by like, th- that sounds, no, it sounds crazy. Right? It sounds as crazy as when I say <laughs> I want to run 26 miles. I get it. So, but like,
1: why? Okay. Well, first, the real reason I went is because this woman who I admire, um, Lissa Rankin wrote a blog post. She wrote this book, Mind Over Medicine, and she wrote this blog post that said she goes, and it is one of the most freeing, fun things she does to just connect with herself and um, and other people. And she thinks the community is great. So that's what I read about that. And I was like, oh, that's in Sausalito. That's really not that far because it's only, as you said, 45 minutes, hour away. I'm like, oh, I could try that. So originally I went because she suggested it and I respected her. Um, but that... That's what got me there. But that isn't what actually has me go pretty much almost every Sunday (laughs) that I'm home. And that's a whole different conversation. Um, For me, when you think about it, I was thinking about this when you asked me to be on this podcast. The thing about it is that for me to exercise, like I never was one of these people that just loved um, the connection to my physical body. Like I wasn't one of these people that was like a weightlifter or who could just spend time, you know, doing the same movement over and over. Um, for me, it has to have something more or I'm really not very good at sticking with it. And so, you know, sometimes it'd have a social component, right? Like if I went on hikes with friends, I could do that. Or, uh, I had a personal trainer for a while and I liked her. So that kept me going. Um, but I think that this has, because it's not just good workout, it's also got a whole um, emotional, it almost feels like an emotional workout, too, for me. And I think that that's why I go every week.
0: So it's, it's true kind of mind and body at the same time.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't know if they would all say that, that but I think that's, that's actually what the intention of it is, is that it, is it's
0: both. So do you, do you actually consider it part of your exercise routine?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's seriously, it's two hours. So you're, I mean, you can go in and out. There's, there's also no talking on the dance floor, which is kind of a fun ad. So you really are, even if you're connecting with other people in the room, you're still, there's no, it's not verbal. So you're moving and you're in your, your there's, it's not, there's no language bear going on there. So I, I don't really know much about any of these people except that I see them every week and think they're awesome. But I don't really know anything about them cuz I don't talk to them.
0: And like this is completely self-motivated though, right? When you go there cuz I think about like when I go, well, I'm going to have to roll back in my history to the last time I went dancing at the club and you get tired doing that and you'll stop and have a cocktail or go chat with people. And then there's the there's slow dances and fast dances. What actually keeps you motivated to kind of keep the the exercise piece of this up other than just or do some people
1: just stand there and sway for two hours? Um, well, I think part of it is really about listening to yourself and what your body wants to do, and so I think that's a natural thing that evolves over time. So, um, I think you just learn to respect that, right? So, if you're if if the music comes on and it's a really heavy um, drum beat, and you feel like just following it and um making, you know, yourself really a sweaty mess then that's what you do. But sometimes those songs will come on and you'll feel the need to have really small movements. So it's kind of a it's a it's a rhythm. So like do they give you instruction on what
0: to do at the beginning of this thing or is mm-hmm. it you just kind of walk in and
1: go with the flow? You walk in and go with the flow. They there is a website it's called open floor I'll, I'll give them a shout out openfloor.org and they have they'll have like how to begin but really it's they'll tell you when you get there as well that it's just, just go there for are it. no rules you just go for it whatever you're whatever you're feeling because part of it is also how do you move and include everything right how do you include all your feelings of feeling exhausted feeling in, like uncomfortable feeling um it can be very freeing but it can also be really intimidating right to like you know especially if you're not a trained dancer and a, a dramatic song comes on and you know you feel the urge to make big wide sweeping movements like you're some ballerina and you know in your heart that you don't have that training you know how do you get the courage to do that right so all the feelings all the limitations all the enthusiasms, how do you just follow it and that's the whole point is to just do it.
0: And do you have that in this scenario? Like I'm, I'm sitting here imagining how I would emotionally and physically handle this because I think about God, what if there was a ballerina in the room? What if there was a professional dancer in the room? Like I've joked about how I could not go. I used to go to this place called the Bikini Boot Camp uh, which has now gotten super fancy, and apparently Demi Moore has gone now. And oh I dear said, God. "Yeah, I said <laughs> to the founders, I was like, I I can't go again." I said because I'm not sure my ego could handle doing yoga next to Demi Moore. Right. I would be a puddle. Does that happen, or are you kind of like I also sit here and go, "Well, Joanna, you're being a lunatic." It's about yoga. Is about your journey and your process, which it sounds like this is as well.
1: Yeah. You, you know, know Do you smart. kind of shut
0: out the, the other 150 people who were in there?
1: So, yes. And I have also been to yoga classes where you're next to someone who can, you know, bend themselves into a pretzel and do the handstand, and I can't even, like, bend over and touch my toes, right? Like, that whole, uh, I would say that this, the thing about this dance is that, there are all kinds of people there. There are people that just move so beautifully, I can't stop watching them. And I'm just like, wow, that is so, they're so graceful. And then there are people that, it's all ages too, I have to put that out. So there are people, there's there's a, there's a couple of people in their like 80s that go. So, you know, there there's a whole range. And there are people that are really way more awkward than I'll be, which, you know, does make me feel a little better. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's just a whole range of people, and you know, all shapes and sizes. And and I have to say that there is nothing. There's a woman that goes, and she's just so confident and in, in who she is, and just so like in herself that it doesn't matter what she looks like. You know, she just and I look at those people, and those are the people that I'm like, wow, they are just fully themselves and just going for it. And there is no, there is no barrier. And to me, those are the people I'm watching. Yeah. And that's what you're aspiring to, right? Yeah. Like, how do you be that free? And just, to me, that's cool.
0: No, I totally get it. I feel that same way about running. I, which is why weirdly, I mean, although I run races and run around people, I consider it a very solo practice. Mm -hmm. I actually prefer to run by myself because it is about, my journey which is why this is why I wanted you on the show because I think some people are like oh god no not running or I need somebody with me and you it doesn't have to be running it could be dancing well so I want to come back to the kind of the physical and the emotional because it's a bit of a it's a bit of both in this like Mm -hmm. how do you feel at the end of the session like two hours is a long time are you exhausted or you energized
1: how do you feel no, I'm always really energized. The two hours goes by for me really fast. Most, most of the time, every once in a while, it will be really, um, hard for me to stick around because for some reason, the person spinning the music, I like don't jive with or, um, I will say that you also, there is a lot of dancing solo, but it's also, you can connect, you can connect with people in a nonverbal way. So um, personal boundaries and space and connection can be a little confronting sometimes. So sometimes I come out exhausted because I've, you know, or I've had a really stressful week and I've just like left it all there. <laughs> I want to say I've left it on the dance floor, you know, I've like just moved it all out. Um, so sometimes it's tiring. But for the most part, I come out really energized, really uh, kind of buzzed. <laughs> for lack of, I don't know what other word to use.
0: Mm, interesting. Mostly I want to take naps after working out like that. So I think maybe that's, that's a curious journey for me too. And only cause like you're a super busy businesswoman, Um, and you have only uh, like a bazillion things going on in your life as, as most of us do. This has become a really sacred ritual for you. Like this is non-negotiable with you and your family.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, and i think it goes back to that it's it's more than just a physical workout it's also a real mental it's it's like a mental workout it is like a spiritual mental i don't want to use the word cleansing cuz that's kind of a weird thing to say but it is definitely something i look forward to and if i don't go for a couple weeks I, like my I, like my brain chemistry needs it <laughs>
0: huh. yeah this is your this is your yoga slash mindfulness-slash-exercise all rolled into one? Mm-hmm. I think, I think you, so. Would you go more than once a week if you could?
1: Um, you know, I have a... So they also have, like, a Thursday morning smaller group that is actually more of a class where the teacher um, oh. does... Yeah, did you hear the train? And then we've got a train. So it's <laughs> yeah, part of the sorry. fun of living in the neighborhood. No, it's all good. Yeah, I have gone more than once a week, but I tend to find that realistically from a time standpoint once a week is about what I get
0: and do you do do you do other fitness things during the week to maintain
1: your stamina for your Sunday class um I don't find I have to so that's the good news I like to because I think it's really good to move more than once a week um even though it, it does feel like I'm sort of uh you know getting five thirty minute work, six thirty minute, you know, I'm getting all my thirty minute workouts, mm-hmm. four of them, you know, done at once. Um, I do like to do a walk or a hike. Uh I will go I also go to yoga, but not that often. Not as often as I probably should, but not as regularly. This is the thing I do no matter what. And the other things I try to add in as I can. Very cool. And you
0: sound incredibly enthusiastic about it, but I'm in a I'm gonna confess to the audience that there was about a hot minute that I was going to go with you this week and experience bit. And honestly, as much as I'm and I wasn't actually in mental, physical or spiritual help to uh, shape to actually go to the class on Sunday, because I flew in from from Denver the night before. So it was probably a good idea for me not to go. But I also got and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you out on the carpet here. I got a little bit of a vibe that This was your space and you were like, you actually said to me at one point, I'm a little worried you will judge me if I went. (laughs) I did say that. You did. (laughs) Like, do you sit here and I say, do you recommend this for others? Oh, yeah. But just not, not in your
1: session. (laughs) Well, I will say that it's true. When I first went, it was, um, It's a well, it's like who would you invite to watch you dancing like no one's watching you in your living room, right? Like, like it's a little like it makes you a little vulnerable. The nice thing about I will, uh, you know, the nice thing about going 45 minutes away from your house is that the chances of you running into someone that you see there are really low. So, um, it was probably a really safe place to start that because I can get pretty self conscious, like I'm sure lots of people do. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Um, and so, you know, it felt like, oh, I can be kind of free here without anybody. People don't really know who I am. <laughs> Although you have made friends doing it too, though, right? I have. I have made friends and over, I've been now doing this almost two years. So wow. I know. Those were early conversations, that very self conscious concern for what other people are going to think and for giving myself permission to, you know, Move however I feel like it. Those were things that it took a while to sort of get more and more comfortable with. And then now I'm pretty okay with it. But every once in a while, when I invite someone new, I get a little twinge of that, like, oh, especially someone who's maybe like, oh, I don't know, this sounds odd. You know, I'm like, okay, they're going to come and they're going to see 150 people all dancing, you know, to their own drum and they're going to go, oh, yeah, this is really odd. <laughs>
0: It is I mean I I get it and it is odd. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, I used to live out near Golden Gate Park and they have on Sundays these drumming circles. Mm. And mm-hmm. I would look at them and go, "Oh, well this is this is peculiar because it is this kind of organic thing that happens." But I also I also totally understand and I also understand the privacy as I said. I am a, I am a solo as extroverted and loving of people. And I think you are too. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is my running is my solo time and this is your solo time.
1: Well, it is and it isn't. It's also a chance to connect. I think it's for me, I do think that there is a connection to people without words that um, is hard to describe in words, but it's very powerful and it can be emotionally really lovely and I think I now look for those kinds of connections a lot more often, you know, without some of the, the verbal things that can sort of act as barriers for people connecting. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: No, it totally makes sense. It's vulnerability at its core. And yeah, no, I totally get it. I don't even know if I could articulate it prettily either, but I totally get it. Well, no. look at you. You now get to absolutely own the moniker of late in life athlete. You are, as a dancer, dancer late <laughs> in life athlete, I should get T-shirts or something made for people to say this is who I. So you could wear one in your dance class. There you go, that's a brilliant idea. Um, so as you know, as part of being on Three D Lila's show, uh, we are all about fitness, food, and technology. And we've talked about fitness, but we got to have a little bit of a question around food and tech. So Laurie, what's your favorite
1: food? Uh, sweet or savory? It's up to you. Okay. Well, then we're just going to go with sweet pumpkin pie. Really? I know. It's, it's like an obsession.
0: It's one of <laughs> like three things on the planet that I don't like. Isn't that wild? You don't like pumpkin pie? No. Nope. Pumpkin pie, root beer, and grape flavored anything. No, thank you.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Maybe I know. Maybe it's,
0: it's, a, it's a comfort food
1: for you. I I guess. I don't know. But if it's ever anywhere, my whole family knows, even if we go out to a restaurant and it's a beautiful summer day and they have all these stone fruit, if there's pumpkin pie on the menu, it's like, yeah, I'm having it. That's awesome.
0: I learn a new thing every day. And what new technology are you most excited about?
1: Well, okay, not to be like the hundred billion other people on the planet right now, but I did because my teenagers used to play Pokemon on their little Game Boys download oh. Pokemon Go. and the first time I looked around my house and saw a squirtle sitting on my bed, I just about fell over and died. I was it felt it was like it was a, such a rush. So I don't know how all of this is gonna play out, but um, I think it's gonna be really it's super fun.
0: I, you know what, I'm thinking about this and what you do for your business in like you talk about Lori Bond's designs and the jewelry that you create and that you are on constantly on a treasure hunt for beautiful things for your clients. And the fact that Pokemon taps into that treasure huntness of you just surprise me. Did I just connect jewelry to Pokemon Go? I think it did. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) congratulations. It is awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story. It was very, very kind of you. And we will share links to this group and um, everything that they're all about so that if you're in the Bay Area, you can go try it out.
1: Yep. Come on a Sunday absolutely on saturdays too so.
0: and you know if you if you don't have this group then go for it and dance around like you're a fool for two hours every sunday morning because clearly there's something magical about the experience
1: yeah someday they're going to put some brain they're going to check the brain chemistry for people and they'll be able to tell you exactly what's happening something's happening
0: i have no doubt somebody already has that's yeah. actually the science we should talk about well thank you again and uh we'll put connections to Vaughn design so people who are like what's with this jewelry thing Um, So people can find about them, too. Great. Awesome.
1: Thanks. It was really fun.
0: Well, that's all at 3D Lila for now. As always, we want to hear from you. Let me know with your comments on our website at 3DLila.com, on Twitter at 3DLila, and on our Facebook page. Come over there and like us. Today's show was produced and edited by the team at the Amplify Lab. A big thanks to Lucy Heston, our audio and digital producer, and generally the person who keeps us all in line, and Kelly Burt, our show editor. Until next time.